Uh, I will start by saying um, it's been really fun <clears throat> doing this in this house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've moved every two years since 2012. And okay. at, at least every two years, if not every year. Mm-hmm. And I'm moving closer to you, actually. So, closer to my work. Yes. We will still be... Equidistant to my home. Right. I think maybe like three minutes farther. I actually think I'm... Uh, I actually think it's going to be easier for us to do this at the new place compared to here. Um, but I'm excited for us to record at a new location. But this is the last recording. Pay attention, everybody. This is the last recording here at this location for this. It's podcast. all downhill from here. Hey, come on. Let's not get that. We're going to be recording from Suffield. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, sorry about last week being missed. I We tried to schedule it. Too many things got in the way. One, I figured you forgot the first time. And the second time for the reschedule, <laughs> uh, Chris was li- literally getting drowned by nature. So, that, that was, was a situation. no joke, the roughest rain I've ever seen. Nor, not even driven in. Like, it was insane. Like, wipers on full blast, and it looked like I was just in a car wash. Like, just water rushing up my windshield. I've been, uh, I've been with those once. A chunk of 91 was a one-lane highway, because the sides of it were just flooded. Like, you know how highways are shaped with that yeah. like mild bump? Yeah. We were all driving on that. It was great. Like, by the time I would have gotten here, I wasn't even halfway. And it was like... I was going 30 miles an hour and I just, I read the message I sent you after and luckily, cause I like was not looking at my phone. I just right, like right. pressed the Siri button and I was oh. like, text dubs, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and luckily it came out perfectly. Yeah. But yeah. that was rough. And then of course, like an hour after I got home, it was fine. It stopped. Yeah. So but I it was could have it. just yeah. nutted up and come to, so I was like, no, See, sorry, podcast. That kind of mentality of I'm going to nut up and do it is how I blew a hole through my exhaust <laughs> system on my first car because yeah. I drove through a storm like that yeah. on the highway and I said, fuck it. And then in the middle of driving it, my car went from just silence to <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck just happened? Long story short, um, the guy was saying that the spray of water was so consistent and so intense, it actually punctured a hole through my exhaust oh my system. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I had to get a whole new like exhaust system put in. Yikes. But anyways. And but then the I, day before that, I totally forgot. Because <laughs> yeah. we normally do Thursday, so I don't even think of yeah, it when it's on a Wednesday. But I was going on my vacation on Thursday. Up, yeah. to, up to Canada. 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 Going up to Canada. <laughs> For those of you who didn't know what word we were saying. <laughs> going up to Canada. See... Uh, See a bunch of amazing, awesome people. Yep. So how is it? Amazing and awesome. So here's the thing: I've been going up to Canada since 2010 for a long, so so nine years now. It's right? lost its charm. No, it hasn't lost its charm. <laughs> That's the thing: it has not lost its charm. And the weird thing is, is that like the roots were set early, but they've only grown deeper with each visit. And I was visiting a lot back in the day, like yeah. from 2010 to I think 2014. I was visiting or 15. I was visiting probably three to four times a year damn you know and it was funny because this trip started off how how one of my trips started earlier back in the day like back in 2014 where i was like time to go see my friends i got my stuff packed in my car and i started driving i got two exits down and then i i thought passport I forgot my oh fucking my passport. Oh, my God. Because why would I need a passport to Ugh. go see my friends? Yeah. Because back <laughs> in the day when I was going up all the time, that happened. That's It was like a thing. 
where I had to remember, like, no, 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 your friends don't live in America. They yeah. live somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> you need a passport to see them. Yeah. I kept, I keep forgetting that. And for some reason, I was just so excited to see everybody. I forgot again. Probably knew, the most important thing you need to pack on that trip. Yeah. And I knew I was forgetting something because there's something in my mind that always says, like, hey, You're double. Yeah. And I feel that all the time in hockey. It's just, yeah. did you forget your jock? Do you have your water? Like, did you, what are, what are you missing? What are you missing? Are you missing something? And I always, <laughs> It's right. The voice is almost never wrong. Yeah. So I felt it in this, and I kept thinking to myself, nope, I checked everything. I got everything. I got shoes. I got uh, clothes in case it's cold. I got clothes to go swimming if we do that. I have my toiletries. I have this. I have that. I have my cards. I have I have my chargers. I have everything. I'm fueling up on gas. I'm double-checking the PSI of my tires right now. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Get back on the highway, and it's just the voice doesn't go away. I was like... What else would I really need to go to see Ken? <gasps> Passport! Like, that's where... Canada. It, it was the... Yeah, it was the... Uh, <laughs> Kevin! Moment in, in Home Alone. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Hey, it was, oh, we <laughs> forgot our son. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin! Uh, she just wakes up on the plane. Yeah. That was that moment. But how was the trip? <sighs> it was kind of sad, in a way. Oh. Well, so... Because... So, I saw all the people that I, I love seeing and I care about. But the, the thing is, is that this trip was bittersweet because... Out of uh, the four people that I saw primarily, three of them all were leaving <laughs> oh. like soon. So two were going out west and one was headed over to Scotland. So yep. it was kind of like a weird, bittersweet goodbye in a way. It was like the last time you'll see all four of them when you go up there? Um, I'm probably not. I mean, I'm sure we'll find time to get together again at some point. Yeah. But, you know, life happens as we get older and it's yeah. not as easy to predict that. But it's it's it was really, you know what it was? It was really bittersweet. It was like a It was like breaking up with somebody that you're in love with, which I've never done, but I'm assuming this is what it feels like. It was just it was really fun. It's always exciting. I'm always beyond excited and happy to see my friends mm -hmm. and be around them. Just, just literally, just to hang out with them. Because my whole history with with Canada is really weird. Because these these friends I have up there, it's not like I see them all the time. Right. I don't even talk to them all the time. We try to stay in touch, but and we do stay in touch relatively well. But I'm not working with them. I don't see them all the time. I don't you know, do hobbies with them. Yeah. But I'm still so deeply connected and emotionally invested to them that, and I think it's just because the way they've taken me into their, into their world and into their life, they just brought me in and, and something as simple as them, like letting me crash with them or something as simple as me, letting me just hang out with them for a day. Yeah. It's just this weird bond that you form. So it's weird because even though I see them maybe twice a year, if that, like I love these fucking people. Like it's it's super weird. I can't explain. It's like I can't explain the feeling. It's just I love these people, mm -hmm. even though I see I didn't grow up with them. I didn't do like. How did you meet them? Um, all different sorts of interactions. But long story short, I met the the catalyst person. <laughs> I met in Prague when I was backpacking. Okay. And she said, why don't you come? Here's my number. You said you love Montreal. I live in Montreal. Hit me up if you ever come and uh, we'll hang out. So I did. Mm -hmm. And then through her, I proxy met all these people. Nice. And this circle of friends and this circle of friends and this circle of friends and th these people and th this person's friends group over here. So it's it's this weird catacomb I have. Yeah. So it, it's it's... It's just this weird spider web. So literally just a person you like met, like how, how did you meet in Prague? 
Uh, we were waiting in line together at a nightclub. <laughs> Jesus. And then we took That's a cab. Crazy. We took a cab back home, and that was it. Nice. <laughs> that that was the extent of the friendship, quote unquote, the friendship abroad. It before, was before before I like came up. So I was in line with her and her uh, cousin. And these, uh, we were talking to them, and I was I was so excited because I was talking about how much I I am a big fan of Montreal and stuff like that, and I want to visit again. And um, and then these four French guys, because they speak French, started hitting on them in French, and got like all in the way. <laughs> and then we lost sight of them, and once we passed into the club, and mm-hmm. then we didn't see them until we, I, my friend and I, got out, mm-hmm. and the two of them were just standing there waiting for a cab, and they were like, oh. Hey, it's you guys. Like, hey, it's us. They were saying, we're going back to the same, we're going back to this hostel. Where are you going? We're going, oh, we're going to that hostel too. So we, we're staying at the same hostel. Let's just grab a cab together. Nice. And we did. And that was it. You didn't even hang out at the hostel together? Uh, we said goodnight. All right. That was it. And then, uh, yeah, ever since then, it was just, I got brought into her life, her family's life. And then through that proxy, like everybody else. That's awesome. Yeah, right. It's cool. Yeah. It's really it's a weird thing. She moved out west, and she has uh, she has a bit. She has a family now. She's a baby, so her life is so different. And I haven't talked to her. I haven't seen her since she moved out west. Yeah, and it's because it's really hard. It's, now that she has a fucking baby, it's not any easier. But yeah, it's it's weird how. And I, I always explain it to my friends up there because they're always like, "Well, what do you want to do?" And it's really weird because in in that area. When I'm with them, I can li- literally just hang out. And yeah. I tell them that. I just go, no, I can just stay. Like, just shoot the shit. I can just stay here. Yeah. I don't need to do anything. And it's weird because I can. I can just... Just sitting there in th- their family's kitchen yep. and just having water <laughs> is such this weird, like, warm, fuzzy Cathartic. feeling that yeah. I have. And I don't need to go do things. Like doing things is fun, but I don't need to. We got to go to the bars, or we got to go do this, or we. I, I have to go this. It's like no, I'm just one of like my fondest memory. Like it's a it's a feeling and a memory that's so raw and vivid to me. There's two that I remember that are like burned, <laughs> burned into my mind. Is I know exactly what street I was uh, I was on. I know exactly what room I was in. I was in the spare bedroom where the modem and router was mm-hmm. <laughs> on a winter morning where I woke up, and I knew just the second I woke up, it was it it was it snowed like a motherfucker because it's Canada. This is one of my very first few like fresh snowfalls. Yeah, and I immediately got that giddy oh it's snow kind of feeling <laughs> we all have from being kids, and I remember this weird feeling washing over me. Of just being like, like I, I I don't know how to explain it, but just this weird warm feeling. Calm, yeah. I guess calm. I mean, it's a city, so there's noise. But I looked out the window and I saw how everything was blanketed, and I heard people like putting boots on and going outside, and somebody was making coffee and stuff like that. And it was this weird, really uh, homey feeling yeah. that I don't even feel. I think that often at home yeah which is super fucking weird and that moment i was just thinking i want to keep this moment yeah (laughs) in a capsule and i have in my mind but it's just it's this weird feeling that i can't place right yeah um and the other the other one i had i was in 
the former study den um, back when it was like a, a, an area for a desk and everything like that right next to the kitchen. And I remember I was laying down because we were just chilling because my friend was, she was saying, what do you want to do? And I said, you know me, I, whatever, let's just chill. She said, okay. So she was just, I think, I think she was prepping for dinner and I was just laying in bed, just listening to her prep dinner. Yep. And I remember hearing through the open doors, through the porch and the open windows for the rooms, I remember hearing a, a faint sound in the distance and it was you too. It's because U2 was playing oh, wow. somewhere in Montreal. And I remember hearing it um, and thinking, this is so weird how I'm hearing U2 play live fading <laughs> through the hall, through my room, or my room, through the room, yeah, back out into the city. That's, That's cool. so weird how this sound like fills reverberated the, all the way through the city. Yeah. And it's so weird how that works. I remember asking just... Is is somebody playing U two really loud? And then I think it was her. Uh, I think it was her or her uh, uh, her mother who said, um, "Well, yes, U two is playing. <laughs> so U two is playing U two really loud. Yeah, yeah, you're actually hearing U two." And I went, "No, is there like an outdoor venue in Montreal?" Yeah, they they were playing in an outdoor spot. Nice. And weirdly such enough, a, such a weird feeling. Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, do, are you ever going to move there? That's the goal, right? Like, that sounds like that's your home. See, so here's the thing. I was talking to one of my friends on the last night, and we were having a sushi dinner, and he he asked me that question. He said, "So, what are your plans?" And I just said, "I don't fucking know, man." But I think because he's moving out west, and my other friends who's West Canada, yeah, everybody's yeah. moving Western Canada for the most part. And um, I was saying, I was like, "Dude, I don't really have any contacts in the city anymore, but I'm still gonna visit." And I'll just get Airbnbs. And I think my goal is now, instead of just doing the same stuff I've been doing with you guys, which I love doing because I love you guys and I love spending time with you. Mm-hmm. And there's something really <laughs> like, uh, so there's something really close to the heart about spending time with you guys. Right. The fact that I'm going to be alone in the city, it kind of makes me want to explore more of the city that I haven't gone to. Yeah. Because there's it's a it's a it's a big city. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much to it. I, I've explored maybe a third of the city. Yeah. Maybe a third. At, and that's being real, real generous. like generous, yeah. So I was saying, I think my goal now when I visit is not only to see my friends who are still in Canada, like still in Quebec, um, but I want to see if I can discover why I'm so po- drawn to this place, yeah, magnetically pulled to this city. Because yeah, the people are great. I, like I love you guys. I love my friends here in Quebec um, and in Canada, but. I don't know why I keep getting pulled here. Yeah. I don't know. And I need to figure that out because if it's just for the people, yeah, that's worth it. But like people move. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) People are moving. uh, Yeah, I can't do it on that. But you've been, you said you've been going there before you met the people, right? Yeah. What did you have that same draw back then? Yeah. But I still can't quantify it. Yeah, exactly. Can't be like, oh, it's the culture, it's the people, it's the language, it's the layout. It's, I, I can't really put it there. But, yeah, it, it's cool. Be, it, it's really cool just because, especially when you drive. That's another thing. Like, I always appreciate you being able to come down here to do mm. this because I know it's a drive, mm. but it's not a six and a half hour drive right. one way <laughs> or a seven hour drive and going through customs and dealing with border patrol yep. and, and going through that kind of bullshit because I always get interrogated. Switching over your cell service when you cross the border. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, uh, 
when I see my friends up there, it's just this overwhelming excited, excited, like, woo, it's you. Like, <laughs> I, like it's just, it's just <laughs> you know, it's just this, I just can't stop. You turn into a giddy old lady. I just, ooh, it's you. <laughs> I just can't help it. I get so excited. And it's and it sucks because I, I just want what's best for everybody up there to live their best life. Uh, and it sucks because that means them not staying there and staying within a, a six-hour commute to me. But that's really selfish if I said, I hope nothing changes and you guys always stay here and I can always just see you guys. That's yeah. really selfish. So it's just, I it's coming to terms with the fact that we were saying goodbye and just... You you guys have to do what's best for you, and you're gonna do yeah. what you need to do. You know, um, thankfully one of my friends she's still in the area, so I can't wait to go visit her. I'm already I was already talking to her before I left. Just hey, so I'm coming up in the winter, and we're gonna do stuff, and it's gonna be fun, and I can't wait to see you again. So it's gonna be good. It's That's gonna cool. be really good. Yeah, but that was my trip. About you too. Yes, hearing you two play in an open venue from like across the city. When I was 12, my grandparents took me to Sweden and Norway and uh, Denmark for like a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the first, I think it was the, it was our first and last stop, but I'm trying to remember if it was like when we first got there or when we were like about to leave Sweden, we uh, stayed in Gothenburg, um, which is like one of the, it's like the second or third largest city there. Mm-hmm. And we stayed in like a kind of one of the suburbs of Gothenburg, which is like up on a, a like a mountain, basically. Uh, and we were like facing the city. So like you could go out into the backyard and like look at like the city. It was it was really cool. Like it was like you had a bird's eye view of the of city because you were up. Yeah. And uh, they're like, oh, hey, let's see uh, who's playing tonight. <laughs> and they were like, oh, cool. You two is playing tonight. It starts at nine o'clock. And then like nine o'clock rolls around and we could hear you too like we were a little ways outside of the uh the the concert venue and they're like yeah we basically just get free concerts for living here because like it reverberates so perfectly yeah all the way like you could hear the lyrics and it was like not super clear (laughs) yeah exactly uh so yeah i've also (laughs) heard you two without paying for them because they were playing in an outdoor venue across a foreign city nice very cool i have so many things that i wanted to talk about bring it and let's i had go. so many let's things that i wanted to talk about right during the fucking thunderstorm let's go right now number one number one let's do it how you like get your hair cut right yep you don't cut it yourself you like go nope. to a place and get a cut yep how do you tell them what you want i've been dealing with this for years uh is it a person who's never cut my hair before it's this super place? cuts no, well, no, I'm saying when I go to my place, if yeah. it's somebody who's cut my hair before, I tell them something different than somebody who's never cut my hair before. Uh, so the when I, I get my hair cut so infrequently that there's so many people? employees at Supercuts, yeah. and I don't make an appointment. I just walk in and I get whoever I get. Okay. So when I get my hair cut by somebody new at my barbershop, I always tell them, I say, hey, so here's a thing I do with people at this barbershop. If you never cut my hair, you, I want you to do something that you think will look really good. Just, yeah. I just say, you do, choice. do your style of what you think will look really good on me. Just go for it. Interesting. And they go, are you sure? And I just say, yep. Go. <laughs> I want you to. That's fun. Use your artistic expression. I want to see your style. Go for it. And yeah. I literally just let them, uh, let them do it. Yeah. So if I if you if they've never cut my hair before, I just say, go for it. Yeah. And they always say any restrictions. I say not really. Just go for it. I it hasn't <laughs> failed you yet. It seems no. like. 
No. Um, Every time I've noticed you got a haircut, I'm always like, hey, nice haircut. Oh, thank you. Um, and like, they're always a little different. <laughs> always slightly different. When I go see somebody that I know, I it depends on what I'm feeling. Like right now, I, I told uh, Garrett, because I go to Garrett's Barbershop uh, in Newington. I told Garrett, because he's been cutting my hair a lot, because I've been getting morning haircuts. Mm-hmm. I've been telling him. I want short on the sides, typically a zero, double zero uh, with a fade. And then uh, I, I usually say either I want something aggressive or I want something different. So I, I, I and I tell him, I say, I'm tired of the high top bullshit. I'm tired of like the swoop back. I'm tired of all that bullshit. Give me something different. Give me something different than a faux hawk. So this time, uh, when I do my hair, it's now set up so it's all short instead of long. Yeah, yeah. And it all shoots to the side. Yeah. It all shoots to the right, like a swoop. Yep. And um, Looks good. Thanks. And then when it gets colder out, I usually play the, with the idea of, I don't know, like going super long, um, how long I want it to go, because I'm willing to let it go long, as you know, because I tied my hair up. So it's just... Oh yeah! Wow! How, oh my gosh! Yeah, see, that's I, been a while. Yeah, so I always think, how long do I just want to let it go? And that's really the extent of what I do. Um, but no, I, I, the thing is, is, is this, and this is weird, but with hair, I don't like falling back for the same look. Yeah, I don't like the same look all the time. I yep. want to be different. I want to see something new. I want. Yeah. But here's the thing, and I've joked about this with with Garrett and with other barbers. I say, how long until the frosted f- tips front like push up and like the gelled straight back <laughs> until like until that comes back yeah. how long until 90s haircuts come back hopefully never and he was saying he, he was joking garrett was joking he said dude i've been seeing small amounts of people asking for like 90s hairstyles started to come back <sighs> i was like because and he knows it because he he's into fashion because he runs a barbershop but fashion repeats itself it's history, cyclical history, yeah. yeah history repeats itself it's gonna come back at some point just yeah. when like right now we're at what like the the 60s, right? Like 60 haircuts right now yeah. with like these 60s, 70s, 60s, 70s. And then pretty soon it's all going to get like wavy long, dude. And then we're going to go right back to the 90s and that's what's going to happen. So I'm just, uh, I just want to be something different at some level. I don't mind what's, what's trendy, but I can't rock the trendy look for too long. Like I think I've rocked like a low top, like high top fade for maybe a year mm-hmm. at most. And then I was just, nah, man, I got it. Nah. Yeah. I've gone through some like small phases. Like I used to do pretty short on the sides back, uh, but like longer on top, like almost like that hard part thing where they like shave the line. But I just said, give me like the hard part haircut, but without the stupid line shaved in your head. Um, and I did that for a while and now I've been rocking this, but like this time I went in and she's like, what do you want? And I said, I really like this style, but can you just subtract a month? <laughs> and she, she just laughed and she goes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're going to have to guide me a little bit along the way. Cause like your hair grows at different yeah. rates along your head. And so is this a problem you have or you were just curious? No, I was just fucking awkward about it. And I just don't know what to say. <laughs> um, I usually tell them, like and I remember in in high school and college, I would just tell them, "I want to look like this celebrity." Mm. Just do. I like that guy's haircut. Yeah, give me that. Give me the Clive Owen. Give me that. <laughs> you know what? I almost asked for a couple times ago. I was like, "Give me the Steve Rogers from Endgame look, like that kind of pushed back kind of thing. Like Ooh. it's basically this, a little bit shorter on the sides, but pushed straight back on top. Do that. But I don't think I could pull it off. My head is too fucking jagunda enormous." You don't know until you try. 
Yeah. I don't you know, know what I'm thinking about see. doing? Hmm. I was thinking about letting Bald. one side, one half yeah. grow long. Oh. Like oh, like do AFI? <laughs> no, like the top grow. Yeah, like the top grow long on, and the side is super short, so it's like cybernetic looking. <laughs> I don't do that. You're gonna look like Symmetra from Overwatch. That's and that's a bad thing. I was thinking about doing Just that. Just do your thing, does? <laughs> Just do your thing. <laughs> I support you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Next. Yeah. And then they always ask, "Do you want it like that when they shave the back, the bottom?" And they're like, do you want it square or rounded? And at this point, I just go, I don't know. Whatever you think would look better. And like sometimes they say different things. I'm like, it fucking doesn't matter. Do you want a hexagon or a triangle? <laughs> uh, zigzags, please. <laughs> I want it to look like monster teeth. <laughs> I'm going to ask for that next time. I, I When I don't know, I just tell them. I just say, whatever you think looks good. Yeah, I just say, I don't care. Dealer's choice. Yeah. Just give me whatever you think. Or, but I, I want to... I'm curious to try your thing. Just... Style my hair in whatever way you think is good. But then there's that one girl at Supercuts who has, like, fucking funfetti hair. And I'm like, whatever you think looks good on this type of person. On yes. a normal vanilla guy. What makes me look 100% bangable? Just do that. Sure. Just do that. Yeah. Just what makes me super sexy? Give me a haircut that makes me look like I've lost weight. <laughs> Is that a thing? I'd like to order that one, please. You should shave your head and just keep the facial hair. I've done that. Yeah? Yeah, it's not for me. You don't like it? No. Um, I feel like it's good for your scalp to do that. Really? I don't know. I'm just guessing. I'm just... (laughs) (laughs) Is there... Do you have anything to back that up with? Or you just have a hunch? I do. I do. You ready? Because everything in this world must live in harmony... With the yin and the yang of Jesus opposites, Christ. and without opposites, you have you have the opposite of harmony. So, if you have all this hair in your head, yeah. and you have it for all of your life, there yeah. must be a point in time your head must know what it's like to not have hair. <laughs> so, shaving it is good for the follicles. It's good for the scalp and the skin. You can exfoliate. You mean like fully. shave with a razor? Yeah, like straight razor. Yeah, buzz buzz shiny. Yeah, what well, scrape I, scrape? What are you talking about? I shaved it with like a zero. Like a like I buzzed that's it close. with a zero. That's close. It, there was it, there was stubble on my head. Yeah, that's close. It was weird. Yeah. How long did it take for it to come back? But too long. Yeah. <laughs> See, like I feel like that's like, that's hair. I feel like it's so good for your scalp though, and you can like really clean your scalp then and exfoliate. Never your that skin never sees the sunlight. Yeah, it's, I it's really good. I didn't use shampoo for a week. I just used soap on my head. Yeah, that was new. Right. Yeah, and it's like got to be body wash. It's got to see. I'm jealous of that. It's got to be so good. Uh, Am I? Maybe not. Hold on. Let me put my hand above. I will look pretty fucking nasty. <laughs> yeah, you look like an egg. I feel like. Yeah, I look like an egg. I would look like an egg. My, but, like it, I looked different. I looked like a different person. It was weird. But I feel like it's like I just feel like it's a good thing that everybody should do at least once. Yeah. I also didn't have a beard back then, so it would definitely look different. Yeah. Um. I also saw the best beard I've ever seen in my life the other day. I went to my coworker's housewarming party and her I I met her husband before, but his beard was like five inches shorter than it is now. Okay. Um and I walked back and I was like looking around and seeing if any of my coworkers there and I see her and then I see her talking to her husband and out loud, no one was around me, out loud, I just went, Oh my God. <laughs> like it was beautiful. <laughs> it's like 
perfectly trimmed, but he also like he uh, grooms it so it's like wavy, like it has like a what's the word a grain to it, and it's like oh, it's such this nice rich brown color, and it's like nice and trimmed and rounded on the bottom, and it's like down to his nips. It's like a long beard. I hate facial hair. Yeah, why? I. I honestly don't like anything about it. I just think it's gross looking at it on people. I don't like... What's gross about it? I don't know. The fact that it's just like... There's like food around it and like sweat from your face. No, it's just... I don't like... Hair in the wrong place? I don't know. I just don't like... I just... I don't know. I just don't like... Hair. I don't like facial hair. I know you're looking at my (laughs) facial hair. So I mean, you have a... You got a chin strap... And a, and a mustache and you have like that like you know, like a soul line a soul it's patch. like not like a soul patch it's just straight down line. from your yeah. lip no, to know, your chin so i actually grew this out because i thought it would make me it would change my it would again i'm like a six i hoped it would bring me up like to six and a half like looks wise yeah i'd say it does it's solid six and a half right but also because without this i look really Young, young in a bad way. Young like, who's that? Boyish. High school. Yeah, Yeah. boyish. Not like young stud. It's more just like child. Yeah. Who? Who is this child working on my computer? Yeah. So by having the facial hair, I grew that out because I thought it would help make me look a little bit more distinguished. I think it does. So adds definition to your face. That too. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I don't mind it, but it's just if I if I had the same. If I was still a six and a half without it, I would just get rid of it. If I had, if I had no plus values to me, I, yeah. would, I would get rid of it. Once you're at your goal, which is a six and a half. Exactly. I just, no. I mean, it's just, it it, it, it bothers me. Yeah, you having it? Yeah. Like, like it's I, annoying? I hate having it, especially in the winter when I'm zipping stuff up. Yeah. And it gets up here and I can feel it like scratching. And it's just, mm, oh yeah. I fucking hate it. All right, the longest my beard has ever gotten was like two inches long, and it was like starting to get annoying. It's annoying. Like, it looks scraggly. And starts, I, I just don't like. Why do you have? I remember you before you had a beard. Yeah, this it takes me up to like a from a five to like a five and a half. I you think, think so. Oh yeah. Like my girlfriend didn't like it as I was growing it, but then she like totally came around and she like kill me if I shave it off. Really? Yeah, which I did recently after the last camping trip. When I did the sideburns. Oh, yeah. It came back so oh, real yeah, fast. Yeah, see, yours comes back. Mine doesn't come back fast. Mine yeah. takes... But I got, like, these patches where it doesn't grow, like, around my lips here. And Same. then under, my, under my lips between my chin. And then my mustache is just Same. laughable. Oh, you, you so, know, so here's a funny thing. In hockey, and when you start playing in the playoffs, mm-hmm. you don't shave. It's a tradition. Tradition yeah. to not shave so you have a playoff beard. And I could never grow a beard in the time frame of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, so I never bothered. You had a playoff five o'clock shadow. Uh, not even. So I just, I just, I think that's what started this. I think I just said, you know what? I'm going to just grow. I'm just going to see if I can actually get a playoff beard throughout the year. Did you trim that at all? Or is that just straight up how your facial hair grows? This is how my facial hair grows. So there's no spots that you shaved. No, it will start oh, wow. growing in spots. Yeah, like in your cheeks. Sl- yeah, slowly, but super, super slowly. You have like a very defined chin strap. I'm like shocked that you didn't like sculpt that. No, I mean it will You're start. Lucky. It will start going everywhere. Yeah, eventually. But this is like the majority of it. 
Yeah. Yeah. You should grow like a long, like down to your neck beard. Like, uh, what's his name? Shang. Shang Chi. Yeah. I don't know if he has a beard. Okay. Does he? I don't know. I don't know. The actor doesn't. Okay. So we're going to need to glue one on him. Okay. Okay. Speaking of movies. Oh, here we go. Perfect segue. Thanks for that, Dubs. You're welcome. I'm going to alley-oop this one into our next conversation topic. I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ooh. Did you? No. Yeah. Is it as good as Do you like Quentin Tarantino movies? Uh, Let me hit you. I need to be in the mood for them. Yes. Yeah. Short answer, yes. I thought um, uh, Hateful Eight, right? Yep. Hateful Eight was amazing. I loved it. It was... So fucking clutch. Yep. I loved uh, <laughs> Pulp Fiction. Yep. One of my favorite movies of all time. Of course. Uh, I'm not, you know, all hard dicky about Kill Bill 1 and 2, even mm, though they're great. I'm super hard dicky about those. They're, I mean, I think Kill Bill 2 is more my more my thing yeah. than Kill Bill 1. But those were good. Uh, Inglorious Bastards. It's my favorite movie of all time. I know. And Glorious Bastards, I really, really liked, but I didn't want to watch it again when it gotcha. was done. It was just too much of a ride. Yeah. It, you know, it was just too much of, yeah, a An ride. Event. Yeah, it was like, too much of a ride. It, yeah. was, it was just, hey, we're going to take this fishing boat and go through a hurricane and then you get out the other end and you're just like oh my god it's like do you want to do it again it's like no I just that's so weird because for me it's like i'm bored at home i'm like working on something i'm gonna be like uh like playing a video game on my switch but i want to throw something on the tv i'll pick like the office or parks and recreation i said that very weird the office or parks and recreation yes. or like inglorious bastards i'll just pop it on and like just well, have it running you're not paying in the background. attention to it. Yeah, but like every once in a while I will. Then also one time I was just like, ah, oh, I love the intro scene to that movie. Like well, first on the of farm all, with the milk right. and the big uh pipe. And I like threw it on and I just wanted to watch that. And then the end credits were rolling, and I'm like, whoops, I watched that whole movie again. <laughs> but what's first of all, side note, why are you putting on things to not watch while you play a video game? Um dubs. <laughs> this is this is a a a, a in, an introverted 2019 activity you got to get down with. You have to have multiple forms of media happening at all times. Why? You got to scroll Reddit. That's actually usually what I do. I'm, I'm like, all right, nice day off. I did my chores. I made some food. I'm having fun. I did all the stuff I need to do. I'm feeling pretty good. I vacuumed. I went out and did grocery shopping, and I did the laundry. I'm going to scroll Reddit. I'm going to throw something on in the background just for no, why, like white noise. But that, that point, again, why in the... There doesn't need to be white noise. There could be silence. There could be. But why have silence? We, you could have Michael Scott. Because you're not listening to Michael Scott. Sometimes you do. You switch back and forth. You're like changing channels between Reddit and The Office. Okay. You don't just put TV on in the background? No, never. I feel like most people do. First of all, I don't have cable. Do you have Netflix? I do have Netflix. That's what I do. I'll listen I to podcasts. Cable. Yeah. But that's all. I'm paying attention to a podcast while I do things. Yeah. But that's... You're a, like probably like more invested in the podcast and you're like doing chores in the background of the podcast. I mean, yes. Because I'm doing my chores or whatever with the TV in the background. So, like, a podcast is almost a little too much for me. Like, okay, 
The Office is like 2019's music radio. Like you put on radio in the background while you're doing stuff. No, no, no. It's 2019. But it's not an audio thing. It's a visual thing. It's it's both. No, because if it was just something in the background, you would just put headphones on and listen to an episode of The Office while you do chores. I have done that. I have listened to an episode of The Office in my car on the drive home one time. (laughs) I don't know. It's different for me, man. Jesus. Just those voices. It's home. The Office is to me as to what Montreal is to you. Just okay. get that warm chocolatey feeling. Okay. So how do you feel about them pulling it from Netflix? It's in 2021. Whatever. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. It's going to be on M- NBC's shit. Fair uh, enough. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Fair enough. <sighs> Man, but I don't know. So many people use the off- the Netflix as an office subscription. Like it's eight yeah. ninety nine to get the office. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Oh yeah. It was good when i first saw inglorious bastards i wasn't sure if i liked it or not it is now my favorite movie of all time okay i've seen once upon a time in hollywood and when i originally got out of the theater i wasn't sure if i liked it or not and i heard other people leaving the theater with me like that i didn't know saying the same thing because it's a very it's slow to start and it's slow in the middle and it has kind of an explosive ending okay and like the whole movie builds to the ending and i was like that was a cool way to do that but did it have to be like two and a half hours long (laughs) there's a solid 15 minutes of brad pitt driving around los angeles with no dialogue just music just radio and i don't know it was like quentin tarantino's love letter to the 60s and a love letter to hollywood and like hollywood in the 60s um how was uh, Leo? Great. And Brad Pitt. It was like one of my favorite Brad Pitt roles. I like how Brad Pitt's no longer just this sexy guy. Yeah. He's just, he's no, just making good movies. Now he's now yeah, now he's an actor. Just, like, just good for him. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, what was um, it? Is uh I saw an article that was like Brad Pitt is a character actor who doesn't know he's a character actor. Or no, Brad Pitt is a character actor who's trapped in Brad Pitt's body. That's what it was. <laughs> like he's super hunky Brad Pitt. Yeah. Like double a movie star but he like he plays roles like uh i forget his name cliff something in once upon a time in hollywood and it's like and like aldo rain from uh inglorious bastards like these weird yeah but it was oh, good right. so that's two movies he's been in with with tarantino yeah I, like one, I always think it's really I, cool when certain people get picked up by, i love that yeah. like they become like director buddies yeah like uh steven spielberg and tom hanks they're director buddies Scorsese and, Scorsese uh, and Leo, like, uh, Leo and like Pesci yep. and yeah, um, what's his name? Samuel L. Jackson, Christopher Nolan, and uh, uh, oh, so many Gary yeah. Oldman, Michael Caine, Michael Caine, um, Tom Hardy. Yep, yeah, Tom Hardy, <laughs> Cillian Murphy. Yep, yeah, like the, he so has NBA, whole, he has yeah. like a whole club. Yeah, of yeah. Like, he just <laughs> makes movies with his friends. Yeah, basically, but like Quentin Tarantino is kind of becoming the same thing, and I think that's like a mark of a well-respected actor. Like, um. Oh, the number one example, uh, Edgar Wright and um, oh my, uh, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, Simon Pegg, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, like the three of them, have made f- like four movies together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're buddies. Um, James Franco and Seth Rogen. 
Yep. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, it's <laughs> endless. <laughs> all the Judd Apatow movies all have yeah. the same people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, it's like a mark of a good director that like these huge actors want to keep coming back and like, oh, I love working with this person. And it's so cool. Like, you know, they have a good relationship and you know, like they know how each other works. Yeah. So like when Brad Pitt's in Inglourious Bastards, you know that they killed it together. Uh, and so like Brad Pitt's coming back and coming back and coming yeah. back. That's but cool. so the first thing I realized after watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood I never knew what Charles Manson was famous for. You didn't know what he was famous for? I knew he was a crazy guy who had something to do with murder. Fair enough. That's it. You're not wrong. Yeah, like, and I've seen like weird interviews where he's just spazzing out and like yelling at Diane, whatever, from yeah. NBC or whatever. Yeah. Um, and what I should have done, and what I recommend to people who haven't seen this movie, and I do recommend you see this movie, especially if you're a Quentin Tarantino fan, is when I see a movie that I know is loosely or definitely based off real events, I try to like not have all those events fresh in my mind because I want to experience them the movie wants me to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for this movie, I fully recommend reading the entire Wikipedia article about Charles Manson and Sharon Tate. Like, so you understand the, the Sharon Tate the murder story? There's yeah. like so much of the movie was completely lost on me. Like so much of that slow buildup to what inevitably, you know, is going to happen at the end is like lost upon me throughout the movie. And it would have been so much better if like I knew all these details. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Because now like the whole two and a half hour movies, it's like a ticking clock because like there's so many things that the characters want to happen but you know based off real events what's going to happen and it right. would have made it so much better. Okay, fair enough. Is it weird to say that I've had no desire to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No, because the marketing for it is very weird. I had no idea what the movie was about going into it. I figured it was about Charles Manson just based off of some of the scenes. Yeah. But then I was like, is this a movie about Manson or is this a movie about Hollywood? Is this- It's a movie about Hollywood, but told like i don't know it's it's weird to describe it's a movie about leonardo dicaprio and brad pitt's characters who have nothing to do with what happened in real life and like what happened in real life is like on like the fringe of what's happening these two character stories so like i was like why are they there i didn't know why they were so relevant but i'm like what's going on with these characters why are they in this movie at all when it's really about Leonardo DiCaprio, they don't have anything to do with each other. And then like, as the movie progresses, they get closer and closer until something happens, but it was very good. Okay. Also. Yeah, no, that's all I'm going to say. So where would you rate it in Tarantino's films? Ooh, number one is Inglorious Bastards. I, I doubt I, I, I'm here to number two say no. is the Kill Bill movies. Ooh, number three is Pulp Fiction. Hmm. I actually would flip those. Like all three? Like that exact same sequence. Just <laughs> <laughs> you would do my one, two, three as your three, two, one? Yes. <laughs> Basically. And Pulp Glorious Fiction. Bastards is so good. Pulp Every Fiction, frame of that Kill movie Bill, is perfection. Uh, Inglorious Bastards. Uh, the correct order is Inglorious Bastards, <laughs> Kill Bill, Pulp Fiction, Hateful Eight, Reservoir Dogs. Ooh, right. Reservoir Dogs is pretty good. Um... I st- I've still not seen Jackie Brown. I have no idea what that movie's about, and I just I haven't, haven't seen that either, to, to see be it. honest. I haven't seen that either. Death Proof, I thought was good. I did not like Django. I did not like Death Proof. Uh, Death Proof is like 
wacky fun like it was just, it was fun but like it was like one of his projects yeah i mean yeah I'm trying to think of what else he's done you know hopefully actually hopefully i might put over kill bill oof for me personally because so i just pulp fiction hateful eight kill bill no then uh inglorious yeah because to be honest i understand it may not be his best i just had so much fun yeah and that movie it, that, it was that a classic like, just what the fuck's going on exactly oh shit this is really tense oh fuck action oh, oh my god oh, more action oh, oh, like, my god. oh my god is it over is it over <laughs> who won who won i don't know more action yeah exactly it's just it's fucking and that was like that movie is quentin tarantino like boiled down to like a syrup like <laughs> it is just three hours of people having long conversations that ultimately lead to nothing but are so clever in the way they're written and gratuitous amounts of blood just violence in general yeah just it's so good though also so bummed that i didn't get to see that in 70 millimeter because like yeah. that was his whole thing with that like this ultra panavision whatever because just seeing it on I, I find i never even saw it in theater i ended up seeing it on netflix when it came out yeah gorgeous movie yeah. like holy crap oh it was it was so good and like oh, i loved kurt russell in that yep he just was... his mustache and like his voice like her name is daisy domergue <laughs> <laughs> like he was also like Kurt Russell boiled down to a syrup. Yeah, yeah. It was just oh, so was Samuel Jackson. Yep, just, everyone. Yeah, just pure and then, syrupy uh, goodness. Tim Roth, the yep. British guy. I saw I, I like a week ago because I was just on a Quentin Tarantino bender after watching Once Upon a Time. Um, there was a, a like a little twenty minute documentary about like the making of Hateful Eight and like basically bit, mostly the cinematography. And Tim Roth was like. Like, you hear the film. Like, they recorded on film, and you could hear the... Yeah. And he was like, this didn't feel like we were just, like, making a movie. It felt like we were making a movie. Like, right. a film. Like, you could hear it, and... Yeah. And, like, everybody got so much more into it. They're like, I can't believe we got to do this. Like, yeah. we're making an, an Ultra Panavision 75mm. That's so cool. The shots were, like beautiful red dead uh, two style yeah shots exactly the carriage <laughs> and the and the snow and the yep. mountains but then like and, some of the close-ups of the characters like you could see the warmth in their face and oh man so cool he's lighting inside the uh yep inside the carriage and just oh it, it's, it's in the papers and all oh my god it was it was good it was you're, good you're gonna judge me yep but not only have i quote unquote rewatched, but i've also thoroughly enjoyed the rewatch of Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's fantastic? <laughs> you know what's fantastic about it? Tell me. <laughs> I remember watching it as a kid. Yeah. Being hit by this emotional movie. And I don't remember laughing that much. But watching it now, at my age, Steve Buscemi is fucking hilarious in this He's movie. He's one of the drillers, right? Yes. He is... I, I, I like I want more of him. He's so good. Do you remember any of the scenes with him in Not it? Really? And just, I remember like they were this ragtag team. He's of, just this snarky genius. But yeah. he doesn't pretend he, he doesn't pretend he's a genius and his tag name is Horn Dog because he's horny. So <laughs> they it's like they find him in a bar talking to a girl. They're like, Sir, you need to come with us. He's like, No, thank you. I'm I'm all set. He's like, Sir, you need to come with us now. He goes, All right, take it. How old are you? Because he's talking to someone like, like <laughs> <laughs> it's 
small shit like that or like like they're they're drilling they're yeah. and the, they and they overshot the landing yeah and everybody's everybody's concerned about where they landed and then he just pops out of nowhere and goes we landed in sector grid 314b like we overshot like captain america here overshot our fucking landing space by 25 yards i remember that yeah, line. Like, everybody's just how do you know that and he goes so I'm a I'm a damn genius. <laughs> he goes. So that means that Mister Mister Captain America over here put us over an entire plate of solid iron. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And then they're drilling like to see the how bad problem it is. With, yeah, and, and it like sh- Bruce Willis is like, all right, pull it up, pull it up, because something sparked. So they pull it up, and they're all looking at this broken fucking drill. It's like pit. melted. Yeah, and they're all just looking sh- like looking like worried. Steve Buscemi's looking worried too, and he goes, "Oh man, this is a goddamn Greek tragedy." <laughs> And I'm just laughing I like love this. Buscemi. I'm laughing like this, and just <laughs> he has so many lines. Like when he comes back up in the elevator, when he get, when they get called back to the shuttle because the bomb gets remotely like set off. Yeah, and then in the middle, like Bruce Willis has like choking the guy out with the pliers. Oh, I and remember then, that. Yeah, the door opens. And Steve Buscemi just goes, "Oh boy, okay, so uh, what what was happening? What was happening? Like we missed something here." <laughs> like, just <laughs> genuinely worried. Like, what just, do I do? What do I do? Yeah, just, and that that guy who was choking. He's like one of the best character actors ever. Like, yeah. I don't know his name, but he's yeah. like, he's one of those faces you recognize, but you don't know his name. You know what was really good about Armageddon? And I'm here to defend Armageddon. You are here to defend? Yes. Yeah. I don't care about the logic of behind the movie. No. Yeah. You can't in a movie. Because like it's that. a movie like that. I'm here to defend the fact that the performances were done super well. Yeah. They did a damn good job with what they had. Like, it was believable it was heartfelt it was funny it was snappy it was you felt the stress like like how many like that scene that exact scene between bruce willis and i forget his name and he's choking him out yeah and he, he's trying to come to terms and just you need to let me do this you need to let me do, i came here to fucking do this instead of suiciding ourselves yeah let me do this and he finally agrees that's a really tense fucking scene that somehow Michael Bay captures. <laughs> Michael Bay I was going to say, like, who directed that movie again? A fucking Michael, Michael Bay. Michael Bay. <laughs> the amount of fucking flares and fucking, like, like sh- unnecessary explosions. And, and, and slow motion scenes. The amount of slow motion shots he does. It's, yeah. Regardless, I thought it was a pretty funny emotional movie yeah i'm not here to say it was some great movie or no, super in-depth just a good fun movie it was a, it, it's good it's <laughs> it's good and just i think it's you know what i i think sells it steve buscemi yeah i think, I think he sells it for me because <laughs> he's so fucking funny everything he's in and then and then when they're like all right yo like uh all right, Horn, go ahead and uh, bring up the nuke. And he straddles it, and he's riding it up. Yeah. And then they all, they, they're all looking at him. And the commander goes, please dismount the 100 megaton nuclear warhead. And he goes, all right, all right, all right, Mr. Killfun or whatever. And he yeah. goes, can you be a little serious here, uh, Horn Dog? Like, we need to get this done. He goes, all right, you know, I just wanted to have a little fun before, you know, we all die. <laughs> just so he gets up. <laughs> I think that was a reference to uh, Mr. I forget what it Something, something, or how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. Really? Yeah, that movie. Because that's how the movie ends, with him riding a nuke like a cowboy. Like, while it's falling to earth. Yeah. But uh, real quick, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I'd give it, like, middle of the pack Tarantino. Like, good. All of Tarantino's movies are good. 8 out of 10. Yeah, I'd have to see it again. 
to confirm Ooh, an eight so out seven of out of ten. Seven, seven point five out of ten. Okay, but still worth seeing. Got to see it again. I think I'll like it more. I'm pretty sure I like it more. Okay, because I also didn't know how much I was gonna love Brad Pitt's character in that movie. Did Tarantino do the movie with Tom Hardy and Leo, The Revenant? No, that was who was that? Uh, some guy with an unpronounceable Brazilian name. Oh, I can't pronounce right, it. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like remember, that film had no artificial lighting. That was yes, all shot by like natural light. Yeah, That's crazy. That's that film is also gorgeous. Yes. Anyway, back to Armageddon now. That <laughs> we're done with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, oh, but anyway, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Don't look up spoilers for the movie. Like, don't look up exactly what happens in the movie because it's Tarantino. But look up what happened in real life. The Tate murders and Charles Manson because I didn't and I regret it. Okay. And then I did. I'm like, oh my gosh. That's so cool, all these things he did. And I'm going to rewatch it knowing that, and I think I'm going to like it more. Okay. Armageddon. <laughs> One of my favorite references to Armageddon is in the video game Saints Row 3, which, do you know the Saints Row games at all? So the first They've one, always looked real shitty. Yes. So the first one was basically a Grand Theft Auto ripoff, and they're like, oh, trying to be this, like, more gritty, like, we were actually, we grew up in a gang and blah, blah, blah. And then the second one <clears throat> kind of dialed up the goofiness of GTA, like drive around and run people over and haha, you got a rocket launcher and parachuting and blah, blah, blah. Like they legit had mini games where you're in a tank and try to cause as much destruction as possible and stuff like that. So it started to get real goofy. <laughs> and then they're just like, you know what? Grand Theft Auto 4, they got the super serious tone, whatever they're doing it, they're killing it. We're doing serious dialed down to zero goofiness dialed up to 11 and in the opening scene for saints row three you are i believe the president you are the same character that you were in saints row one and two but you were elected president and there is a like a missile crisis like someone's gonna launch a missile that's gonna blow up america like one missile or whatever and you're running and you're like in the missile silo and at the end of this level you could see the missile going off and like your direct and direction is just stop the missile so you're still running at the missile and you run and you jump and you grab onto the missile and they're like no mr president you can't he goes i'm sorry i have to do it and you're like crawling up the (laughs) missile and then aerosmiths don't want to miss a thing starts playing close my eyes <laughs> it's so fucking unbelievably funny i played it um there was like some midnight release where like assassin's creed and call of duty are coming out but they also just kind of shit saints row 3 out on the same day and like in one system we set up saints row 3 and another system we set up call of duty and all the employees were in the back playing saints row 3 like this is fucking hilarious and eventually no one ended up giving a shit about call of duty there was like a crowd of people around like all laughing our asses off at how funny the beginning of this game was and like so many people that night and ended up getting saints row 3 in addition to uh call of duty so fucking funny and then in the Saints Row 4, aliens invade and put you in a simulation of real world so you can, like, fly and shit like that. It's You literally have superpowers and you're stopping an alien invasion in the fourth one. So very different from Grand Theft Auto. I'm so glad I've never... They're fun. They're good games. And then in the add-on for Saints Row 4, you're fighting Satan. Like, Satan is the bad guy. And, like, demons and stuff like that are coming out of the ground and stuff. Very cool. So yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 7.5 out of 10. Okay, fair enough. 
Fair enough. Also. Yes. Yes. What, so when I got here. Yes. I had to go to the little, the little boy's room. And I was to sitting your in the caca little, space. Yeah. <laughs> to my, to my poo poo space. <laughs> uh, and I was sitting there in my poo poo space scrolling through Reddit. And I saw some very exciting news that I didn't even know about before going to my poo-poo space. So I'm glad I did go to my poo-poo space. Ewan McGregor has officially signed on to a Disney Plus series starring Obi-Wan Kenobi. (laughs) (laughs) What? It's happening? Yeah, it's like official. Like, he officially signed a contract that he will be coming back to playing Obi-Wan Kenobi in a Disney Plus series instead of a movie. Chris Robinson says, yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> More Obi-Wan? <laughs> Is it going to be prequel Obi-Wan? Uh, like I mean, a yeah, it's, origin story? I think I, I would put it in between episodes three and four. Because, like... <sighs> Can you do a lot about that? Because he kind of just goes straight into hiding. I don't think so. And we don't know that because they threw out all the old canon. So there's so much he could have done now. And would you rather see between three and four? Or would you rather see from before he like, like right, like all the way through his Jedi trials up through with uh, Kai Gunjin? So like before episode one, like right before it. No, because he was still an apprentice in episode one. Like that's whatever. We've seen that a bunch of times. We've seen a bunch of Jedi apprentices. And then in two, he was like the, I don't think he was a master in two, but he was like the, he was teaching Anakin. He became a master in three. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He became, he became a, a Jedi in knight in two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like, we've seen everything he does in there. In between two and three would be really cool, but that's Clone what Wars. Clone Wars TV show is. So we're good there. So oh, right. So this has to be between a- three after and three and four. And then you saw Solo, right? Yes, of course the, I saw Solo. The Darth Maul reveal was yes. supposed to set up that he was going to be the antagonist in the Obi-Wan movie. So, big, bada bing, bada boom. He's the antagonist but in the Obi-Wan TV they show. They can't because they already addressed that in the Clone Wars. What do you mean? Did you watch all the Clone Wars? Solo takes place after the Clone Wars. It, Solo is between episode three and four. That's not possible. What, does he like die in the Clone Wars? Spoilers. Yes. I don't know. Whatever. I'm excited. Obi-Wan kills him in the Clone Wars. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Obi-Wan goes to hide on Tatooine. Darth Maul finds him. Mm. Goes to kill him. Obi-Wan tries to stop him. Oh, I think I've seen this. Yeah. And he goes like, there's no need to do this. There's no need for us to to go to war over this. Darth Maul's all like, I'm Darth Maul. And then... (laughs) I am Darth Maul. <laughs> so, and then they end up doing a quick duel. And it's actually really cool. It's like old school samurai style fighting. Nice. Oh, it's I love that. Where it's just like single strikes. Just and like and that's it. pass each other. Yeah, exactly. And then they come back and they do another one. Yeah. That's it's, rad. Yeah, it's actually really cool. It's, it's like uh, the Ronin scene in Endgame in Tokyo. The Hawkeye scene. It's like that long oh, yes, shot yes, where he's yes. chasing people and then he's fighting that guy in the street. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, there's an episode of Samurai Jack that's like that, but it's like one of the most gorgeous episodes of that show because it's they're fighting in a forest at sunset, so the only colors in the show are black and white, and uh, Jack is wears an all white robe, and the guy he's fighting is wearing an all black robe, so like they're running at each other, and all you see is like these lines of trees, so like th- the sky is white, but the trees are black, and as Jack is running in front of them, he like 
disappears and comes into focus when he only Rennie's running in front of the trees, but the other guy is only in focus when he's running in front of the sky. Yeah. And they're like fighting and they like keep disappearing. Like one of them's hiding in the shadows, one of them is yeah. hiding in the light. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he kills Darth Maul. Okay. And then he actually, um, spoiler, but he like talks to Maul and he like helps, he like tries to comfort him as he dies. Interesting. Yeah. So very like Black Panther. Yeah. It's very Black Panther finish. Interesting. So that would be weird to say that. Well, I'd still take it between episodes three and four because I feel like there's a lot of cool shit he could have. Well, there's other species for that. Like Darth Maul isn't the only one of his species. Yeah. There's his brother, Savage Opress. Yeah. And then they have other people do. Do you know that like they like the reason they look like that, like the red and black, like those are tattoos. Yeah. I did not know that. I read that recently. Yeah. I thought they just like, ugh, you got tattooed all over like that as a child. You wonder why they're kind of angry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's really good news. Yeah. Disney plus looking better and better. What is it? $12.99? I think less than that. I think six ninety nine. No, it's not. I think it's twelve ninety nine. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. I think it's twelve ninety nine for ESPN Plus, Disney streaming services, and uh, uh, Hulu. That is a bundle they're doing. Oh, you're just talking about just just. Yeah, I don't. I don't need any of those other ones. Um, Disney Plus price. Ba ba da ba da. Seven ninety nine a month as a standalone service. Uh, ESPN Plus and Hulu, uh, Disney Plus, twelve ninety nine. Okay. Pretty cool. It's a good bundle. Pretty cool. It's a good bundle. Like four as somebody Marvel who likes, shows. As somebody who likes MMA, I'm I'm a fan of the ESPN Plus stuff. Yeah, so. the Hulu one is Hulu with ads. It's still Hulu. Yeah. So if you care. Yeah. What doesn't Hulu host? Uh, Rick and Morty. Yes. Rick and Morty Community. Always so Sunny. I'm gonna have to fucking get this now just for Rick and Morty. They at least still have The Office, Parks and Rec, and 30 Rock. So the shows that I watch on Rick and Morty. that I can't on Netflix is Rick and Morty, Always Sunny, Community, and 30 Rock. Rick and Morty. And Buffy. Rick and Morty. <laughs> just, just. It's coming back soon. I know it is. Very soon. What? Uh, September? October? Nice. There's a funny video of Dan Harmon trying to... He's in this pool <laughs> with a giant pickle Rick. He's just like, okay, here we go. He goes, he starts climbing onto it, and it's just like a tube, so it's such super, super <laughs> he's awkward. He's just trying to get his giant body on top of and it. And he's, he's hitting, and he goes, he goes, you made me a million dollars, now you should float, make me float. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think to them, Pickle Rick is like Radiohead's creep. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, we couldn't have made it without yeah. you, but fuck you. <laughs> it's Pickle Rick. Like, yeah. It's just... You know what's funny? I never thought that would, like I don't think the whole idea of pickle Rick is that funny. I think the concept of why he became a pickle yes. is the real point of that episode. Exactly. But I think a that lot is of people not what people get it. But I think a lot yeah, I think a lot of people just go, "Bye, oh, yeah, I'm pickle Rick" is the <laughs> same way of just being like, "Yeah, oh, I'm Rick James." Like it's just the same yeah, catchphrase. Exactly. But it's not really they don't really understand the, the ca- like the joke behind the catchphrase. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure some of them do, but the people who don't ruined it for the people who do. Yeah, yeah. Like the people who genuinely love Pickle Rick because like that episode is so dark, dark and emotional and like real. Yeah. But people are like <laughs> he turned himself into he, a pickle. pickle. Yeah, exactly. He calls himself Pickle Rick because he's Rick, but he's a pickle, <laughs> <laughs> and he screams it. What did you want to talk about? 
Just talk about four things, Dubs. I know more, more than that, right? <laughs> like I feel like uh, there was something else. Two episodes worth. I want two episodes worth of Chris right now. We talked about the rain. We talked about the haircut. We talked about Once Upon a Time. We talked about Obi-Wan, which I wasn't planning on talking about. Uh, oh, something really irrelevant that I want to talk about. Yes. Dude. I forgot how funny the video game Portal 2 is. Portal 2. Oh, with Portal, the robot, right? Portal 2. Yeah. Um, so Portal is great and funny and just such good puzzle game. Portal 2 is a masterpiece. It is hilarious. It is top-notch puzzle solving. It is gorgeous. Oh, man, that game is so good. <laughs> Have you ever played it? I think I played one level, and I got mad at it. Mm, and I mm. just went, fuck, can I just have fun? I'm playing a game to have fun, not to, like, work hard and think and stress out. That game out. is so fun. There are some, like, there are genuinely some, like, fun gameplay moments. There's, like, these jump pads that you can, like, jump through. And, like, if you put a portal through a wall and then a portal over here, you, like, jump through and, like, fly out in the air and stuff like that. But Did you play uh, it recently again? I'm playing it right now. Oh, okay. Not as we speak, obviously. Right. <laughs> so, uh, what, you're done with, uh, what is it, Stardew Valley Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing? It? Yeah, you're done oh, with Oh, that it? was just, like, a week. It was done, like, a month ago. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm I'm nervous that the new one is gonna come out in March, and I'm so hyped up for it. And then I'm gonna get it and like play it for a week, and then be like, all right, that was Animal Crossing, because <laughs> like everybody that I work with is super bonerific for that game. I'm debating of either getting a TV for me to play Xbox on, like dedicated, yeah, um, or like a monitor to play Xbox and or. Um, PC games on mm-hmm. dedicated or a switch hmm monitors are great monitors are versatile they're versatile you're improving two of your current situations game situations switch is so good though are there specific things you want on the switch breath of the wild mario mario kart uh, Animal Crossing, Luigi's Mansion, uh, the new Zelda remake that's coming out soon. So one game. What one did you put your thumb up for? Uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Is there anything else in particular Smash. you want? Smash. I mean, Smash is really good. It is the best <laughs> Super Smash Brothers game. Smash. Um, I I would go with monitor as much as it hurts me to say. Well, a monitor is cheaper than Switch, I think. Uh, it depends on the monitor. But yeah. 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 Yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like I don't need a giant 40-inch TV to play Xbox. I could do the same thing on just a high-def 27-inch monitor. 27-inch oh, is a little baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could do it. I could do it. You have a Xbox One S, right? Not the X? S. Yeah. Yeah. The so 1080, you- not the 4K. Right. Would you get a 4K monitor just to be like a little future proof? Yeah. 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 I get a 4K because I'm hoping to eventually build a PC. That'll, that can do like a 4K. Yeah. Yeah. Especially as I hope the GTX cards come down a little bit. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I highly doubt it. Bitcoin is already at like a, a new high. Not all time high, obviously, because like a couple years ago is like an absurd yeah. amount of money. But yeah, it's like rising again. So I'm sure people are buying PC parts to do farming again. You want to know what I'm doing tomorrow? What? Uh, remember when Colin came on as a guest? Yeah. So Colin is going to be doing a leg day workout with me tomorrow. At Ooh, the gym. never skip leg day. Never. Always finish your set. <laughs> so 
leg day tomorrow. And then, because I've never done it, he's never done it. And when we, he used to be my roommate and we used to live together, we used to relish the times we would grill steak and eat meat together. <laughs> we are going to go to a Brazilian steakhouse. Oh, yes. Where we will get bottomless meat. Where are you going? Uh, this Texas Brazilian steakhouse? Yeah. Um, I don't know the name of it. I think bottomless it's meat. <laughs> bottomless slices of meat. And I... I can't wait. That sounds so good. This is tomorrow? Tomorrow night, yeah. That's for dinner really after the workout. And then I have to pack because I'm moving on Saturday. Nice. That sounds juicy. Yeah. Nice. Have you ever done a Brazilian steakhouse or no? Yeah. In uh, Boston, I went to Fogo de Chao. How is it? Amazing. Bottomless meat. Is it as good? Yeah. As you would think it would be? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> you know this is my problem. <laughs> I can't describe food like colorfully. How was it? It, it was, was it good. Was great. It was great. Very good. Um, no, but anyway, I've been telling my friend to play Portal Two, and then because of that, I have been playing it myself. What do you play these games on? My PC, my Mac that runs Windows. So you just play everything on the PC? Uh, no. That I play that. Like. Do you what do you hover on the most? Your PS4, your Switch, or your PC? Switch, probably Switch, then PC, then PS4. Yeah, PS4. If there's an exclusive, God of War, The Last of Us, Spider Man, Uncharted, I'm one hundred percent on the PS4. Well, like when a new thing comes out that I love, I do not touch another video game until that game is done. Really? Yeah, I'm very like single track minded when it uh, comes to video games i play them one at a time i'm like real ready with like so i i double checked i am 29 percent through the story of red dead 2 jesus i am 45 percent done of the overall game. oh my god <laughs> it's time to move forward a little i know bit. i'm at this point now where i'm just thinking it's time i got money in the bank yeah you know daddy's gotten paid mm. daddy's rolling with gold guns <laughs> i'm uh mm. i'm ready to see what this story turns into time to go meet <laughs> javier to see what's happening in town like that's <laughs> time to go cross off that yellow J that's been there for years <laughs> that's exactly it yeah um also because i'm finding out there's things that won't unlock because i haven't done stuff in the story yeah so i'm just like i keep going up to this house and it's not unlocked yet and i just exactly keep, the fuck this house on this animal four. this animal won't show up because yeah. i haven't done enough and it's just what the fuck so you like can't get that 45 percent any higher without doing more of the yeah, story yeah so at this point i think it's wow. time you play va- games very differently than i do like, well, i got 100 percent through the story and probably like 20 percent through the whole game no i want to be thorough no i just want a story well red dead 2 makes it easy to fall into it yeah as a world you know i'm worried about you know getting Helping this guy finish building a house or something. Yeah. You know, like, it's easy for me to <laughs> do that. Which also won't progress until you keep going through yeah, the story. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. There's, uh, there is a new rule I have now, though. Yeah. You know when you follow, you go, like, you pass a campsite because you follow the smoke? Yep. In the sky? Uh, if they are unnecessarily aggressive towards me, well, they were asking for it. You are going to kill them. So, if I walk, if I'm just coming up, they just go, you better get out of here, blah, blah, blah. And I immediately have, if I can walk up and say, howdy, neighbor, and I can just do that. And they're like, hey, got to get out of here. It's like, all right, fine, I'll leave. Sorry. But if I walk up and they're immediately pissed. Your mother's a whore. Yeah. I turn around. I leave. Put on my bandana. (laughs) 
And then I uh, walk back in dead eye and I don't even dead eye. I just take out my shotgun and I don't have it like pulled to aim. I just have it in my hand. Yeah. And I just real. Walk up. I just <laughs> menacingly. <laughs> I just walk up because you better get out of here. And I just let and I keep to trying to defuse it. Yeah. And I just let it keep going until while walking closer <laughs> with a bandana. Yeah. On. All Actually, right. Relax. No. Relax. I have a I have a death mask. It's called. Oh, my which is God. Like, which is like like a skull mask that you All, pull over. over your entire head. Like yes. a sack. Yeah. So I have I actually put on the death mask Jesus. with the shotgun. Relax, I'm just here to <laughs> warm up by the fire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the second, the second they make it, they make it, they take it because I never shoot first. Uh, I do shoot, for, shoot first. I don't do anything aggressive. I just wait for. Uh, the- <laughs> I'd argue that. <laughs> I just calmly walk towards them with a shotgun in hand and a death mask on trying to defuse the situation <laughs> god i love video games that's how you defuse <laughs> yeah, just, just smash that x button I, I just hey defuse defuse hey take it easy now and he keeps, it, the second it turns like from just angry to combat mode immediately just Dead eye shotgun. Pop, pop, pop. Their hat flies off and they shoot back. And then you loot them and you're like, hey, 15 cents. <laughs> exactly. 15 cents. Slash, just put in some new shells, close it, take off the death mask. Oh, I'm fine. All right. Come on, girl. You'll be all right. <laughs> exactly. I whistle for the horse. Exactly. That. Get on. Thanks, horse. Beautiful. Here's a rice cake, and then we just go, <laughs> just go off on our day. Uh, I miss Arthur Morgan. Like I want to go back through that game. I I think about playing it again already, even though I'm so far from being done. Thank God. Yeah. But I think I want to go through it again and just be a horrible person because I'm a pretty nice guy. I don't think you'd like it as much. You don't think so? Yeah, it's like it's the thing that you can do with GTA where you're having so much fun through the story and then you find out about the cheat codes and you're like, flying cars, flying cars, infinite weapons, uh, infinite health, blah, 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 low gravity, super punches. Ah, I'm bored. Like, you'd be a bad guy. It's like there, it's almost more challenging to be the good guy who walks up to camps with a dead math, death mask on and diffuses situations. Instead uh, of... <laughs> Instead of, I've done this. <laughs> Tell me what you've done, good guy. I've done this to a bandit camp where there were two of them just like standing next to each other. And I just, I like gained speed and I just came full in on the horse. And I just trucked one of them. I, both of them. I just trampled them, killed them. The horse gets pissed. I was like, whatever, you'll be fine. You'll just, be all right, girl. I immediately, so I come riding in, and right before I hit them, one of them goes, hey, what's over there? It's pointing to you? Yes. They both, like, turned. Just like, oh, oh, hey, what's <laughs> Just wham. Hit one, flies right. Hit the next one, flies left. I immediately, like, hop off the horse as everybody just starts freaking out and immediately just, just like, John Wick them all. Just, <laughs> just. But, yeah, just <sighs> instead of death mask shotgun trying to defuse, imagine if I just fucking. <laughs> 
<laughs> every single camp I went by. It's kind of what I did. Really? I was like, ooh, a camp. I would ride, like, past them. I would ride right into their camp and just dead-eye them as I was passing them. <laughs> like, just drive by horsing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But you were a good guy? Uh, yeah, you gotta be. Arthur Morgan's a good guy. And the first one you play as, um... John Marston. And he was, like, a gray guy. So I kind of played him gray in the middle. Okay. Which I don't remember in either game if you get certain certain things only lock if you're a really good guy or a really bad guy right 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 but i just kind of played john marston in the middle i would just kind of do whatever i want but part of me really wants to know what happens if i walk into the sheriff's office and just shoot the sheriffs just dead eye uh, them on the spot i think you can and then nothing happens because like, the sheriffs are dead <laughs> no i think like other like lawmen come up from like outside of town and stuff it's a video game fuck that shit <laughs> Uh, that would be interesting, though, if, like, you could just take over the town. Yeah. Just, I'm the sheriff now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put on the badge. <laughs> just. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that was my last subject that I wanted to talk about, Portal 2. That was the last subject I wanted to talk about. Was Smash that space bar, son. Yeah, well, I want to just say, it's been great podcasting yeah. at this house. Goodbye to this house. Goodbye, This might house. be the last time i ever seen this house, unless I'm helping you move. Yeah, goodbye, house. And, um... Goodbye, egg cartons. Then, <laughs> we, won't, we won't need them because they're carpet in the next place. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, next episode you guys hear will be from a new location. Yeah. And, so, that uh, explains why it'll sound so awful. Okay. Positive <laughs> juju here, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> goodbye. Bye. You just kept, you just kept touching it. I just couldn't help but keep touching it. That's me when I'm, uh, when I'm talking to somebody for a long period of time. Yeah. You know what I also noticed? I'll just start looking around at shit. I, I'll, I'll stop in here. I'll stop. No, just in general. Like I'll just stop looking at you, and I'll just start looking at someplace else when I start going on a fucking tangent. <laughs> because I, I don't know. It's just, I don't I, know. When you're talking, like yeah. when you're doing mm-hmm. the tangent, like you know, how I do like the podcast style talk with you, where I'll just go on a fucking tangent for five yes. minutes. I do that with people all the time. <laughs> So when I do that with people all the time, I, I usually don't look at them all the time when I'm doing it. I'll be looking at them, looking at myself, looking up, <laughs> looking over there. And then I'll keep, I'll keep like reaffirming because I'll keep going back to them. But I just still looking at me. Right? I won't just like sit here and look at you like this and keep talking for five mm-hmm. minutes mm-hmm. about why I think it's really weird. how we have this feeling of ennui since we're young and in <laughs> teenagers, but it's festers and grows and we don't acknowledge this existential crisis. Then it turns into midlife crises and then it has a title. But until then, it's just something we try to drown with both activities and drugs. And we just try to get past. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go.